Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, Jeff and Cheryl Scruggs and... We, uh, long story short, we were married for 10 years in a non-Jesus, Christ-centered marriage and uh, lived in L.A. We just kind of did the L.A. lifestyle for eight years. And uh, eight years into the marriage, I ended up having an affair with someone I worked with. Didn't see it coming, wasn't looking for it. Life is a journey, and most of it is spent in the in-between, in the middle places. But every once in a while, you find yourself on the other side of something. These are the stories we are telling here. We believe that stories change the world, and we hope that when you hear stories of lives changed, obstacles overcome, lives broken, lives mended, and hope found, you'll actually see yourself in their stories. Now more than ever, we need each other, and we need each other's stories. This is On the Other Side. Hey, everybody. We're your hosts for today's show. I'm Aaron Ivey, and I'm here with my wife, Jamie Ivey. And on today's show, we're joined by two special people, Jeff and Cheryl Scruggs. As a young couple, Jeff and Cheryl Scruggs seem to have it all. Professional success, adorable twin daughters, and a good marriage. But their picture-perfect image concealed a widening chasm between two people unable to connect on an intimate, soul-deep level. I was first introduced to Cheryl when she was a guest on another podcast that I host in 2017. I knew then that their story was incredible. Yeah, so they were married in 1982 and lived in LA. And eight years into the marriage, Cheryl had an affair that would lead to the downfall of their marriage. They moved to Dallas and Cheryl filed for divorce in 1991. They told us when we were chatting in this interview that when Cheryl filed for divorce, Jeff fought it the entire way. One thing that did happen when they moved to Dallas is that they both began going to church. And two months after their divorce, Cheryl became a Christian. Cheryl says that what happened next was that God put her on a path to pursuing reconciliation. And that journey would end up lasting seven years, seven years of solo parenting, seven years of even living in the same neighborhood so they could prioritize their daughters. Then the unimaginable, 10 disappointing years of marriage, seven painful years of divorce. And now I'm happy to say that Jeff and Cheryl have now been remarried for 20 years. This is there on the other side. Jeff and Cheryl, we're talking about on the other side of reconciliation with you guys today. And what I do know is that you were married for 10 years and then you were divorced for how many? Seven. Seven. 
seven and then you got remarried and you've been married for 20 years since your remarriage. So we're going to jump into what does it look like to be reconciled in a marriage after a divorce to the same person? Because that's <laughs> not usually people's story. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, it's a lot of fun that I get to introduce her as my first and second wife. So <laughs> I, have a, I have a lot of fun with that, but it's... I'm sure that you do. I'm yeah. sure that you do. Well, yeah. What are, what's, what's people's reaction when you say that? They probably think you're just joking. Yeah, they do. They usually think I'm joking and they just kind of look at me sideways a little bit like I'm this crazy dude. But the reality is, you know, we were in a, what we consider a worldly marriage for 10 years, 10 years mm -hmm. and then a Christ-centered marriage for the last 20. So there's been a big yeah. difference. Yeah. You know, your, your personalities don't change, but, um, you know, the difference, the biggest difference uh, is living out a Christ-centered marriage versus one that was not, and that we didn't really... Uh, I didn't understand that at all. I wasn't a Christian in our first marriage. Um, Jeff was, but he wasn't walking a walk when I met him. And so I didn't know there was a walk. And so it was really us coming back together. Um, I spent a lot of years waiting on reconciliation um, and learned what God wanted in a marriage and realized we had really done none of that. And then, you know, from a, a practical standpoint, Jeff and I, um, you know, God intends for us to be connected uh, spiritually, emotionally, physically, uh, and all of that. And Jeff and I had a real um, big, uh, empty place emotionally. We we weren't connected at the heart level from an emotional perspective. So that has been something that we have spent lots of years working on, and it's been really fruitful. We, you know, we've made some mistakes. Uh, it has, you know, people think, people think, I think because of what we do and that we're biblical marriage counselors that we kind of like got remarried and everything was perfect. You were experts from the beginning. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And, wow. you know, some people even think we have a perfect marriage now. And it's except not, for us. Yeah. Except <laughs> for us. <laughs> and, and so, it, you know, uh, marriage is hard work and it, it's okay. Right. And right. Uh, God wants us on this journey. And and uh, Jesus never said that the journey was going to be easy. And so we have really enjoyed um, learning about each other. I think, you know, part of it for us was our family of origin issues and coming in, um, not really understanding emotional connection. Um, I definitely didn't understand spiritual connection. Um, and so it's been really fun working on all of that together. Take us back to like right before year one of marriage. So 1999, you guys were remarried. What did that look like up until marriage? I mean, you dated, like, what did that look yeah. like? How did you yeah. decide, Hey, we're going to get married again. Can you talk mm -hmm. about just that space right up, sure. right up uh, in front of that year, that first year you were married? So, I mean, at first we dated as a family and mainly because mainly I was afraid to get hurt again. So we would do things with, the, you know, our girls were involved in t-ball and I don't know, to dance and, and piano and stuff like that. So we would do all of that together as a family. But then we would go out on dates as a family, maybe out to dinner. And eventually, though, probably six months prior to us getting back together, we started going on dates, just the two of us. Mm. And then they were away at Sky Ranch Camps in East Texas for a week uh, that summer. And we decided you know, we had a lot of quality time then and quantity time to sit down and talk about what this could potentially look like. And so while they were gone away at Sky Ranch, we, I asked her to marry me again. She said, yes, mm -hmm. again, you did, babe. Yeah. And it, you know, to, it, it was, it was tough though, because well, one, I, you know, I felt a call to pursue reconciliation. And so I, I thought, 
but because I felt like God had laid that on my heart, that Jeff would be on that page. And that's not what happened. He was, he, you know, when I approached him about it, he just said, we'll never get back together. Don't ever talk to me about this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's your fault. You're the one that wanted this. You're the one that had the affair and you broke up our family. And so in that seven years, um, I was learning to uh, love Jesus, first of all. And, and I was reading the Bible for the first time in my life at the age of 33 years old. And um, Jeff had his own journey in there. Um, really, I think a collision of thinking you were, you know, knew Jesus pretty well to understanding that at the age of 36, he probably took his faith on personally at that point. Um, and so both of us kind of had our own journeys. And when we got back together, I mean, I, I tell this story because I think it's hilarious. But when I moved into Jeff's house. After we were married. After wow. we were remarried. Yeah. Clarify. <laughs> yeah, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. After we were remarried um, and I would get up in the morning because I had been used to getting up, it'd be, you know, me or the girls and I, and um, I would get up and think, oh my gosh, who is this guy sitting mm. here, you know? And I was used to, we both had our own lives. And so that was a transition of understanding, you know, doing our lives together again, I guess. And um, it, it wasn't it wasn't easy at first. It wasn't like we fought or anything. It was just more like, it felt almost like, oh, now we had to share space. Now we had to learn how to sleep in the bed, the same bed now again. You're newlyweds all over again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Jeff, I have a question for you as I hear Cheryl talk about y'all's story. And I mean, we can look at it, you know, 20 years removed from that first year of remarriage and reconciling. And it's just like, oh, this is beautiful. This is amazing. God is so good. But I do wonder, since you were the one who had a little bit of a pushback and it took you longer uh, to even consider reconciliation than did Cheryl, even when you and Cheryl remarried and, and, and your family's back together again, you're all under the same roof can you talk to us a little bit about what that was like for you? Did you still walk through fear of maybe something, you know, happening bad again in your marriage or, or was it when you made that step, you were completely in two feet. I'm in. And then God just prepared your heart for that. What was that like for you? So it was a little bit of all of that. You know, it depends on what was going on, what circumstance we were in. Most of the time I felt like I was two feet in and that God had prepared my heart for it. But many times, you know, it, I mean, it would be not, not, not frequently, but oftentimes I would feel, oh my gosh, here we go again. You know, is this going to be like it was the last time? And a lot of times, you know, we would, 
we learned to communicate all over again. That was a big deal because in our first marriage, we would be really good about holding on to things that hurt each other in the past and bringing them up again, keeping score. So we had to learn in the new marriage not to do that. Mm -hmm. And there were times when I caught myself doing that. Like you caught yourself almost wanting to go back to your old ways of remember what you did to me. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was it like for you, Cheryl, stepping into this? Did you ever have concerns of, is he going to fully trust me again? Or am I fully trusting myself with this? Oh, absolutely. I didn't have any trouble trusting myself with it. You know, even though I wasn't a Christian when I had the affair, I had a really high moral compass. I I never dreamed I could end up in a spot like that. Like I, I just, mm-hmm. it was crazy for me. So, you know, I carried a lot of guilt and shame for a while. Um, then I really began to understand the forgiveness that I really, and, and the love of God, that God loved me so much and that my sins were wiped clean. And so, you know, I, I did kind of work through that a little bit. But I have to be honest, when, when God laid it on my heart to pursue reconciliation, my re- initial reaction was, you've got to be kidding I'm not going to get back into that lonely marriage. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I was, it wasn't, I mean, we would think you'd be like, oh, I want to reconcile because this is the best thing that ever happened to me. You still had to, you know, this wasn't the best marriage. Yeah. I was scared. Mm-hmm. Well, you still had a lot of work to do. Yeah I, was, yeah. I was really scared. And so, you know, we basically, when I was giving up at different times, Matt Chandler <laughs> has interviewed us a couple of times. It's a church that we go to and, uh, one of his questions one time was, um, well, Cheryl, like, were you, did you just kind of like la di da di da the seven years of waiting and um, just, you know, never gave up? You just were like, oh, God wanted me to do this and all that. And I said, no, I mean, I probably gave up about 200 times. And some of that 200 times or whatever number that is, was because I was so scared because the first marriage was so lonely for me. And so mm-hmm. I just, it, it became an obedience issue. Um, and, you know, Deuteronomy 8, 1 to 10 is a huge passage for me and where God showed me that about five years into pursuing the reconciliation, that this was obedience and that God was bringing me into a good land and that land being, you know, very rich and, you know, just like, you know, it says pomegranates and and running water and, and all of that, that was the description. And so I was began to learn to trust God in it, not myself, mm-hmm. and that he was the one that was going to change everything. Um, and so I didn't, it, it, I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't scared. I think Jeff and I, on our second wedding day, <laughs> I think we were both pretty scared. But we knew that obedience was where we needed to be. And so God just has honored that in such a great way. What was your... Like the community around you guys, I'm assuming, you know, for seven years, you guys had totally different friend circles, right? Living with just different sets of friends, jobs, all that kind of stuff. I'm just curious, as you guys were walking through reconciliation, like that point up to we're going to get married again, what what was your community like thinking and saying? What was advice you were getting? Did people think you were crazy? (laughs) It was split. (laughs) You know, a lot of people, uh, yeah, like one of my close couple friends thought I was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I think most people, though, they had seen the changes that God had made in my heart, too, and how my heart had been softened and how I started to accept responsibility for how the marriage had gone south by mm. not really leading in my marriage. It was more about what I didn't do than mm. what I had done. And so I think the people that knew me at that level 
were excited for us mm-hmm. and excited for us as a family, knowing that God had become, you know, the most important relationship. My relationship with Christ had become my most important relationship. Right. Same thing with Cheryl. So I think they were mostly hopeful and encouraging, but you know, like I said, the one couple was not on that page. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. In my life, I had a group of women that were just amazing. Um, About five years in, though, they were all like telling me, Cheryl, you know, Jeff isn't coming around. He's dating other people. You know, you need to like kind of move on with life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, just. And so I, you know, I got to a place where, I mean, some of these people are still my best friends, but I had to kind of back into it was just between the Lord and I. And yeah. I didn't talk about it a lot after that. And it's kind of interesting because some of those friends actually apologized to me because I knew full on that God wanted me to keep doing this. And so right. they were just, it wasn't that they were mad at me or whatever. It was more about they they were they were wanting to love me so well. And they felt like this was just so painful for me to wait. And so it was more about them loving me than not. And that's why they were wanting me to move on and, you know, have another relationship. And, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it would, I mean, I think about it as a, as a friend, if I were your friend at the time, I would be scared for you. Like, this doesn't seem, this is not how the way it typically goes. You know, this is why people get divorced and then life goes on. And, but you were saying I had to listen to the Lord. Now I have a question about the other two people in your life, your two daughters. Um, yeah. You know, they were, they were young when you were divorced and they were still young when you remarried. What yeah. was that like for them? And how did you guys transition well into, well, just kidding. Mom and dad are now back together for your 11 year old daughters. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. Yeah. I love well, that. They definitely felt like they were the parent trap kids. <laughs> yes, of course. For sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would say that initial year, they were just mostly super excited, but there were, were times when, mm-hmm. you know, they had gotten used to spending half the time with me and half the time with Cheryl and, you know, yeah. playing that to their benefit. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Cause we, we lived five minutes from each other and we did visitation really well. Jeff and I got along fine. It wasn't tumultuous at all. I mean, really. And we made up our own visitation schedule. I mean, we had that kind of a working relationship, but I think as they got older, they started to deal with, you know, some of the things that had really happened. And, you know, I had a couple of struggles a little bit. And the fact that the girls, you know, found out I had an affair. I mean, they didn't know that during the seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, that was tough. I, I thought, um, I knew I would tell them one day and I just kept praying for, for God to give me the, the time to do that. And in my, in my way, in my heart, I thought it was going to be probably when they were in their twenties, maybe married and had some type of a relationship, you know, of their own. And one day I picked them up from eighth grade and they got in the car and they were kind of uh, snickering a little bit. And I said, well, you know, what's, what's going on? And, and Brittany just looked me straight in the face and she said, did you have an affair? Wow. And I just about like, I couldn't even believe wow. it. And I said to myself at that moment, I said, you know, God, this is the perfect time and I need to be super honest. And so it was a really tough day for me at the yeah. same time, a very freeing day because I was able to tell them the whole truth. You know, that turned into, it was, was okay. But, um, you know, it took some forgiving on their part and I don't blame them. You know, they didn't know their mom is that woman. Right. Right. And so that was, that was pretty tough deal. So that kind of set me back a little bit in my heart, just from a standpoint of, 
you know, I couldn't stop crying. It was, and the interesting thing was that uh, Lauren was sitting in the back seat, and you know, the girls being twins, the same age. Um, she said to me, "Mom, uh, in eighth grade, mm-hmm. if you can imagine," she said, "Mom, Dad's forgiven you because uh, we were already yeah. married, you know." And Jesus, Jesus, yeah, That's Jesus forgiven has you. forgiven you, and why are you crying? And I just, you know, yeah. And I just said, brings me to tears now, (laughs) but I just said, it's the worst decision I've ever made. (laughs) So it was tough. It was so tough. I'm sure. But what a beauty to have your daughters, you know, look at you in the eyes and and remind you of what you knew to be true in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Is it what was true Was that the gospel was true for your life is that God had forgiven you. And I mean, at this point you're, you know, a handful of years into your, your new marriage, you know, your remarriage. Right. Well, I can imagine too. I mean, just from our perspective, listening to your story, which is extraordinary by the way, um, that there has to be a bit more of like, feeling of permanence now in your marriage most people reconcile or they think reconciliation can only happen before divorce and then when the papers are signed it's done that thing is dead and gone you cannot reconcile it but you guys experienced reconciliation even after the paperwork was signed has it changed like your view of permanence in marriage like if y'all can get through that what can't you get through at this point (laughs) exactly i mean so yeah, I look at it as God was preparing us for his future plan for us in so many ways. Like the ministry we have now, we we have actually seen several other couples many reconcile <laughs> after they were divorced. It's amazing. And um and then you know just you know preparing us for other things that you know our daughter was in a horrible accident 8 years ago and you know I think it was the knowing the same faith that got us through the divorce and ultimate reconciliation, new marriage is going to be the same faith that got us through that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, you know, the thing is that when something like that happens, I'll tell you, you know, it, it was hard for us last year. Like, wow, it's really been 20 years. And um, <laughs> thinking about. Until she we, looks at my gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then she knows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just we have a normal marriage. But I do have to say that we never take our marriage for granted because. Mm it's amazing that we got a second chance. And I mean, in fact, we're working with three couples right now that are, they're already divorced and want to pursue reconciliation. And that just, just lights up our hearts because it doesn't have to be over. Right. And so anyway, we just, you know, we really nurture our marriage. I mean, we are empty nesters, so that makes it somewhat easier. Um, We don't have kids at home and things like that anymore, but you know, we, we do date nights. We make it sure we're checking in with each other's hearts. We fight more than we ever did in the first marriage because in our first marriage, we, we call it polite pretending. So we, <laughs> we polite pretended for about 10 years. Right. I had five fights in all those years. This, you know, now our marriage is worth fighting for. Right. And so, you know, it's just, it's a totally different thing, but we just don't take yeah. it for granted. And we just came back from uh, a marriage workshop for ourselves last from last week. Yeah, mm. I love it. Mm. We're I love still it. Still working on our marriage. We're old. It's We're amazing. That <laughs> <laughs> is so amazing. So I keep hearing you say that you've been married for twenty years. Do you guys, uh, when you think about those ten years before, and you've mentioned already, like those were kind of different people. It was a different kind of marriage. Do you yeah. consider these twenty years your marriage? Yeah. Oh, I, for I sure. Do, yeah. yeah. We celebrate that and this anniversary. Yeah. 
um, it's all, it's all, you know, if you go to a wedding, you know, they get you out on the dance floor. If you've been married, <laughs> yeah, you know, this many years, <laughs> this many years or less or more, you know, whatever. And we're going like, what do we do? So yeah, what do we do? For those things, you know, we usually just add it all together. But uh, <laughs> Especially but, uh, if there's a prize involved. That'd go with the higher number, guys. Yeah, for sure, yeah. We're, for we're, sure. We're, trying, we're very competitive. We're trying to get the prize. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, I know that, you know, we're talking about on the other side of reconciliation and you guys are 20 years on the other side of it. But I would love it if you would just maybe speak to somebody who might be listening who is just there's there they're 20 years where you guys were ago. Um what yeah. is your encouragement for them if they are trying, and it might not be a marriage, it could be any kind of relationship that they're trying to reconcile. What is your encouragement to them? Well, I mean, first of all, I think it's so important that you have healthy biblical community around you. Uh, you know, people that give you good, godly advice. And then just knowing that um, first reconciliation starts with being reconciled to Christ first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when, when you do that, you know, it's amazing what God can do in your life and your in the in the heart of whoever it is you're trying to reconcile with as well. Mm-hmm. And then I think one of the things that's been so key to us too is just understanding as Christians, keeping an eye on eternity, mm-hmm. and meaning that you're living for that day. Mm-hmm. So you want to make it your goal to please yeah. God, and then just knowing that you know He's the way I like to look at it, he's given me Cheryl, his daughter as a gift to me. And he wants me to steward that, steward that Mm. gift well and to Mm. love her well and to be a covering for her, a protection for her. And it's just been, it's so exciting. Like, do I mess up sometimes? Yes. I'm still an Enneagram nine and I'm a conflict (laughs) avoider by nature, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so the reality is, yeah, I, I, I like to run from conflict, but, um, (laughs) It's been well worth it. So I would encourage you go to, go to your a trusted pastor or a biblical counselor and get the help you need. Yeah, Don't give that's up. Good. Yeah, and I think you know, for me on my end, um, God was really gracious in giving me some some scripture along the way. Um, one of them was Ephesians three twenty, which you know is very common. Um, but God can do immeasurably more than you could ever ask or imagine. That's right. Yeah. And that was huge yeah. for me uh, because I, at the time I couldn't imagine that God could reconcile this thing. I mean, I, I just couldn't see it as a human being. And so that is where my faith strengthens so much because um, I had to trust God in it all. And then uh, Matthew nineteen twenty six says in a paraphrase, basically with us, things seem impossible but with God, all things are possible. And so I kept hanging on to that. And then I think one of the things that was so, it was um, life-changing for me is when um, I, I read uh, uh, Deuteronomy 8, 1 to 10. And it was at a point where we were divorced for five years already. I was had kind of had one foot in, one foot out. And the first, <laughs> the first verse is, obey all the commands I'm giving you this day. Mm. I may take you through the desert these 40 years to test you and see where your heart is. And then it talks about, you know, I've never, you know, I haven't, you haven't worn out yet. You haven't mm. been hungry. I've provided you manna and I'm bringing you into a good land. And that land was a new relationship with my husband. And that yeah. can be for anyone. If it's a friendship, if it's a, you know, parent child relationship, if it's whatever re- type of relationship, you know, God wants us to be obedient and that had to be my focus. And I think that's where our focus needs to be on a daily basis anyway. 
really, you know? Yeah, that's so good and so helpful. And Jamie and I, and I know you guys do too, just really believe that like one of the purposes of marriage is to put on display, like front and center for people to see this is what the gospel looks like. This is how God loves the bride and this is how the bride loves Jesus. And it's just, it's really cool to hear y'all's story because it's this kind of complete picture of this is even how far God would go to reconcile us to him. And your, your story that is just front and center. And so we're just really grateful that you guys would share that part of your story with us. We're inspired by it and hope that it helps uh, other people as they find themselves in the middle of reconciliation or, or on the other side of it and wondering uh, what to do next. So thank you guys so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you guys so much. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. You know, Jamie, I don't think I've ever in my life heard a marriage story like that. Like, I walk away from that super challenged, inspired, like so encouraged that something like divorce wasn't the end for them, but they could somehow figure out how to reconcile each other and then rekindle a love for each other. I mean, even when they're sitting in the studio and we're walking through that interview, it was just so clear to see how much they like each other. Like they genuinely enjoy and and seem to love each other, you know? Yeah, it was so evident. You know, another thing that was really evident to me and encouraging to us, you and I are just celebrated 19 years this year, is the fact that they were pretty honest about the work they had to do when they got back into their marriage. Uh, you know, even though their first marriage ended a divorce, they were really aware of the hard things that can come along with marriage. And the way they fight for their marriage now, man, I want to be like Jeff and Cheryl when I grow up. Absolutely. And the cool thing, too, is they're using their story to help and empower and and really teach other couples how to maneuver through some really hard things. I think sometimes we think marriage is either super simple for people and it just seems to work out or marriage is like super difficult and there's things you can never, ever change or reconcile. And their story kind of points to the fact that marriage is tough. But with Jesus, anything can be reconciled and anything can be mended. And now they're spending their their time and their energy really pouring into other couples, uh, helping them walk through whatever difficulties they're going through. That's just super encouraging to see them do that. Be sure and check out their book if you want more information. It's called I Do Again, How We Found a Second Chance at Our Marriage. And you can too. Today's show was mixed and mastered by Pod Shaper. The music was developed for the show by Matt Graham. And On the Other Side is organized by Lindsay Sweeney. We're your hosts, Aaron and Jamie Ivey. You can find us on social media. I'm on Instagram at Jamie Ivey. And you can find me on Instagram at Aaron Ivey, A-T-X. And if you want to listen to another podcast that I host, I host The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey every single week.
Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.